the ideal way to be a man is to be a human. It's not to reject all of the things that we deem feminine in society. Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. So let's talk about this unwritten rules of the man club. Tell us about that. You know, it's, uh, it's funny. The difference between, I think, the man club and fight club is fight club is something you actually choose to enter. You know, you kind of sign this unspoken contract for the fight club, right? You choose to go in. You choose to go down to the basement. You choose to have those fights, right? The man club, masculinity, if you will, it's like one of those subscription services you never subscribe to. You just start getting those phone calls and those emails all the time. And you're like, how do I get rid of this? Except we've been doing that our whole lives. It starts with early, early programming for every boy. And honestly, girl, you think about it like scripts that have been passed down from generation to generation. What I talk about in my TED talk was I learned masculinity from my father who learned it from his father, who learned it from his. So it's all of the things that happen in our everyday life that dictate our actions and our thoughts. It's all the things that lead to suffering, specifically as men. The idea that as men, we have to be accepted, to be viewed, to be seen as a man. And what I realize is this club is a non-existent fictional club that is all based on performance. And that's one of the crazy things about being a man, being masculine, if you will, that it's not innate. It's put on. It's a performance. It's something that we have to do, right? It's an equation that ends up equaling zero or negative every single time. If I have to be a certain way in order to earn my innateness, then it's not innate, right? So the idea of performative masculinity is just that. It's performative. And when you think about femininity, well, femininity is not performative. It's innate. I cannot take someone's femininity away from them. I cannot take a woman's femininity away from her. Now, I could add to her femininity by saying she's masculine or she's in her masculine, but I can't take away her femininity. As a man, my masculinity is always up for grabs. It's always up for grabs. And the thing about it is you can take it from me and add it to yours. In some ways, taking my masculinity builds yours up. It's a constant performance. And when you are constantly going through life performing, when you are without even realizing it on any given day, doing all of this mental gymnastics to try to figure out without even realizing if these actions will make you look like this, or if I do this, it will appear this way, or then I'll feel that way. What you're doing is you're exhausting yourself. You're burning your life's energy. You're coming from a place of scarcity and fear instead of abundance and love versus just understanding that to be a man, the ideal way to be a man is to be a human. It's not to reject all of the things that we deem feminine in society. It's not to reject all of these quote-unquote weak things. And if you think about it, let's go back to language. What do we learn when we're three, four, five, six, seven years old? What do we teach our boys? Don't cry. If you fall down, get back up. Brush it off. 
right? Let's be, be resilient, be tough, be strong, be brave, take physical risks, exert yourself, speak, make sure people hear your voice, all of these things. But what do we tell our kids? We tell them to not be certain things as well. Don't cry. Don't be a girl. Don't be gay. Insert homophobic slur here. So without even realizing it, we are programming and brainwashing our young boys to not only not trust the feminine parts of themselves that society deems to be feminine, not like them because we want to be liked and seen and accepted by the other boys. And so by having feminine qualities, by displaying emotion and having feelings, which are human qualities, we're then bullied and policed and taught that we are less than. And if we're less than, and we spend our whole lives going through the world, despite being told that we should love women and respect women, having a disgust for them without even realizing it. That's where misogyny comes from. It's in our language. It's in our DNA. It's how we're taught. So this man club asks us, forces us at an early age to make a choice to either reject all of the feminine parts of ourselves, the human parts of ourselves, in order to be seen as man enough, in order to be given a pass or a card to a club that is fictitious and doesn't exist. Justin, how do we process that? What is the message that you would like to share with the men who are listening right now? Well, let's do a little experiment since this is mind valley, right? I love to, when I speak at universities and when I talk to kids, I love to ask this question. Give me five, three to five masculine qualities. Bravery, willingness to take risk, protection, strength. Yeah. Confidence. And when you Google it, It'll pop up with things like strength and power and, like you said, bravery, dominance, impermeability. Now, if I were Elon Musk or an alien race and I wanted to build an army of robots and I wanted those army of robots to accomplish a certain task, right? In fact, okay, I guess we saw that Elon Musk is building these humanoid type right. robots, right? You would imbue these robots with all of the qualities that you just mentioned. Right? You don't want it to be weak. You don't want it to, I would even add, uh, doesn't question authority. <laughs> you don't want it to ask itself how it's feeling. You don't want it to be sensitive or weak, right? You don't want it to have all of these things. You want it to have a sense of direction, a clear purpose, to be strong, to be brave, to take physical risks, all of the things. Now, let's list off three to five feminine qualities. What do you got? Compassion, mm-hmm. ability to listen, nurturing, movement, passion. Sensitivity, compassion, intuition, right? These are all things that are attributed to the feminine. So if we then wanted to imbue life into the robot and make it alive, right. we would give it all of the feminine qualities. And when you look at that, you say, oh my God, we are literally raising boys, this generation of boys to become robots, to become these sheep that don't think for themselves. Yet the very thing we need to become human beings is already in us. We've just deemed them weak. We've deemed the qualities feminine. And we've taught our young boys to hate those parts of themselves. And then you think about this. You think about us as parents for a second, right? Sometimes I think about God. I was raised in the Baha'i faith. And sometimes I think about God and just the pain that God is in. Looking down at his, her, their children, right? I believe that God is exalted beyond a name. Mm -hmm. And... Just I gave you all of it. I gave it to you all. It's all innate in each of you. Why are you choosing to reject the things that make you human? 
that make you compassionate and empathetic and sensitive. These are the things. And they are the cures for all of the ills plaguing humanity today. So back to your question, how do we, how do we break free of it? The first step, I think, has to be a radical sense of awareness, a sense of self and understanding that we are, in many ways, as Bell Hooks writes in A Will to Change, engaging in these psychic acts of self-mutilation. She calls what we do to young boys soul murder. And if you are somebody who feels you have a soul, what's worse? than murdering it by basically cutting ourselves off from our hearts, from our emotions, from our feelings. So the first step, I think, as men, to my message to men out there, is to pause and evaluate, right? Even look at yourself like we've been taught we need to do as men. Think critically. Be rational. Whatever you want to do. And just look at it from the male-female perspective. Look at all the qualities that you've been told will make you a man, have those really served you in your life? Sure, maybe patriarchally speaking, maybe uh, productivity-wise, right? Maybe mm -hmm. you started a business, maybe you're an efficient worker, maybe you're a hustler, great. But that's only one tiny part of our existence. And it's always the part of our existence that we will regret on our deathbed at the end of our lives. Let's go back and evaluate how has it made you a better husband, a better friend, a better partner, a better brother, a better son? How has it made you a better, honestly, leader? You cannot be a good leader without empathy and compassion and sensitivity. What you're saying is so interesting to bring in pop culture. It's the script for men and the script for women create two really different types of robots. The script for men creates more of a Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator type robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the script for women creates the robot that we do want in our lives. Remember Dada from Star Trek? Mm -hmm. He was compassionate. He was nurturing. He was a healer. He was also a robot. And it's so interesting because Dada, if you watch Star Trek, he had all the qualities of the Terminator, but he hardly used it unless he was in battle. Most of the time, he was so sensitive and, and empathetic. He was Gene Roddenberry's idea of who we could be when we unify both paths. And I never thought about it that way. So that was a really interesting exercise. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.